Hey guys, Kate the Socialite here with The Kate Show. This is episode 141 already. My goodness, time flies. So guys, today we're talking about something that is heavy, but it's important. And it's something that if you're a business owner in the home industry, you really just can't ignore. I'm talking about the big social media updates that will change the way digital marketing works for your business in 2021 and honestly a lot sooner. So we're at the tail end of 2020 right now. Chances are you're already being impacted by these changes in some way, but you might not realize it yet. Now, we know that social media is always changing. Like that is nothing new. And if you've been trying to market your business in the home industry, you might have noticed the rules on social media are being changed or altered at an increasing rate. You might just call it the algorithm. You might think it has something to do with what you're posting. And of course, all of the above can be true. But to be honest with you, it is with mixed feelings that I outline the changes that are coming to Facebook and Instagram as we wrap up 2020. Now, before I dive into the changes that you can expect and how you can best navigate them as a business owner, because you'll have to navigate them, you will not be able to avoid them. I first want to address why some of these changes are happening. If you live in the U.S. like I do, you know that the political climate is volatile. I don't care what side you're on, quite honestly, like I really don't care. But I'm pretty sure we can all agree it's nuts out there. And social media plays a bigger and bigger role within the political sphere. And unfortunately, we as business owners find ourselves caught in the middle of a power struggle. And we're often seen more as points and pawns in this game than as people or people who run businesses. Now, to be completely transparent with you, I will actually not be sharing any political opinions in this episode or ever in the entirety of my business. Because I believe that we are so much more than our politicized emotions. The only reason I mention politics is because they happen to be the driving force behind some of the biggest changes that Facebook and Instagram are making. These changes will also impact LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, but I don't want this episode to be like six hours long, so I'm just going to limit the discussion today to Facebook and Instagram because those are the two platforms you're likely using. So get ready for some legal jargon and a simple explanation of how the changes to the world's favorite social platforms will impact how you're marketing your business in the home industry. Before I get into that, I want to share a review of the week. This one is from Bethany of Plymouth Upholstery. Bethany, if you're listening, thank you so much for sending this in. Here is what Bethany had to say. She is a member of our membership, Socialite Vault, and she uses our newsletter templates. And here is what she said. The newsletter was sent four hours ago, and I just got a call from a repeat customer for five Roman shades. Thank you. Well, Bethany, thank you. I love hearing success stories like that, and it's so cool that you can actually get payable projects within minutes, within hours, within days of sending an email newsletter. Like, it's not rocket science, but in some ways it kind of is because it's just so cool. All right, now that that's behind us, let's get into the episode. I'm going to try to make this as easy to understand as possible. It's a little bit convoluted for me as well, but when this was brought to my attention, I knew that I owed it to you guys. We have to talk about this. So let's do it. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If 
you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. I'm going to speak for a moment to all of the U.S. listeners. If you have been keeping your ear to the ground, you might have heard snippets from or references to 47 U.S. Code Section 230, which is a protection for the private blocking and screening of offensive material. Now, if you have no idea what Section 230 is, or you live outside the U.S. and you're like, what? I'm going to break it down for you. And just so you know, even if you live outside the U.S. and you are using platforms like Facebook or Instagram, you are still going to be impacted by this. To what extent? I don't know. But if you're a user of that, you're going to be impacted. All right, so here's what Section 230 says. Increasingly, Americans are relying on interactive media for a variety of political, educational, cultural, and entertainment services. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be held liable on any account of action, any action voluntarily taken in good faith to restrict access to or availability of material that the provider or user considers to be obscene, lewd, filthy, excessively violent, harassing, or otherwise objectionable, whether or not such material is constitutionally protected. Blah. <laughs> I'm seriously like, it's so hard to read. It's like, blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, here's the deal. Everything that I just read describes a platform, like a social media platform. Section 230 doesn't sound quite so terrible because its goal is to make sure Facebook doesn't get in trouble for the posts that are shared by, let's say, your wild and crazy uncle. And it also reserves their right to remove content that does not fit within their guidelines. Now, here's the weird part. The criteria that makes a post worth demoting, hiding, or banning only has to fit into one of those categories, and most of those categories make total sense. But we need to look at the last one carefully. So that last one was otherwise objectionable content. This could describe literally any social media post since the dawn of social media. If I put 10 of you in a room and I asked each of you to describe something that you found to be really objectionable, something you didn't like, each of you would give me a different answer. And those answers might actually be polar opposites. For example, if I were to put 10 interior designers in a room and ask them, what is the number one color someone should pick if they wanted to, for some reason, paint every room and every ceiling in their house the same color? Some of you might say agreeable gray. Some of you might just want to barf at that concept, like what the heck is wrong with you guys? And that makes them very polarizing and polar opposite opinions. And it means that your answer is going to be very objectionable to the person on one side of you, and then it's going to actually be very agreeable to the person on the other side of you. Well, here's the thing. Facebook has decided to interpret Section 230 in such a way so that when you post on Facebook or Instagram, they get to determine what content you post that they don't like, whatever they find to be objectionable. Now, a platform should allow anyone to post just about anything without that user being downgraded or upgraded by the algorithm. Now, obviously, this is aside from someone who is posting that violent, lewd, obscene content. I mean, there is no place in this world for that kind of crap. Unfortunately, it's everywhere. It's also just the sinful 
fallen world we live in. Now, what I do want to highlight here is that a platform, so Facebook, Instagram, it really, at the heart of it, should be an unbiased platform and follow the glorious picture painted by Section 230. So let's just bring up that one section. It says, the internet and other interactive computer services offer a forum for a true diversity of political discourse, unique opportunities for cultural development, and myriad avenues for intellectual activity. That's amazing. Why wouldn't we want that, right? That describes what we as entrepreneurs want. We want that diversity. We embrace it. We want those opportunities and discourse and development and activity. We need those things to grow our businesses, to better ourselves, to help each other. And honestly, that is supposed to describe a social media platform in the truest sense. But here's the problem. What if a social media platform decides they would rather become a publisher? You guys know where I'm going with this? Oh boy, it's going to get sticky. Facebook, who also owns Instagram, has come out with a clear statement that they are giving themselves a publisher's role. If you aren't sure why this should bother you, or even how it will impact your marketing, just stick with me. Just hear me out. A publisher can determine, by use of an algorithm or an actual human being, which pieces of content should be allowed to have more publicity, and which ones will barely gain traction. A publisher can also remove entire pieces of content and block users with next to no explanation because they are publishers. It's kind of like the New York Post, the New York Times, places like that. If they don't want to print something, they don't have to. They are a publisher. Now, Facebook's reaction to Section 230, especially that part about any otherwise objectionable content in the midst of our polarizing climate, is so telling. Rather than conducting themselves as a platform, which by definition would allow people to post what they want, they've actually become a publisher, which means they determine on the back end which posts and which users will be seen and which ones won't, and they've initiated a new plan with far-reaching effects to really carry this out into fruition into the lives of everyday people, not just politicians, not just news media people. So now it's time for the big thing. Time to meet the algorithm that determines your social media popularity. This is nuts, guys. Absolutely nuts. A new algorithm that Facebook and other social media and search engines will now start using more heavily is in the works. Its job is to add or detract points from you, their user, based on what you post, based on who you follow, and on what those people post. If the engineers who built the algorithm happen to have the same definition of fairness or the same definition of objectionable content that you do, you'll be fine until that algorithm is updated by someone who defines those things differently. You see the problem here? Algorithms are only as good as their engineers. And expecting an algorithm to be perfectly fair, un unbiased, or unobjectionable is to expect perfection of the humans who create them. And that's just highly unrealistic, as our opinions are always going to color the waters, and we all do have a right to our own opinions and beliefs. So practically speaking, what does this mean? This means that if you follow the quote-unquote wrong accounts on social media, whatever the heck that means, or present any sign of objectionable content or unfairness, both of which are very ambiguous in relative terms, you're going to lose points. You as a user are going to lose points. This means anything you post as a person or as a business will be demoted. Now, let's just say, you know, let's just be crazy for a second and think, what if you or I are one of those mature people who happens to follow other people on social media with whom we disagree. 
because we are tolerant, because we want to have open minds. Well, here's the thing. We could still be penalized. Now, the ironic thing is, you and I won't be given a warning notification when that starts to happen. Our content will simply start to reach fewer and fewer people. You'll then, and I too, will be more tempted to buy ads and boost posts, which Facebook and Instagram will encourage because they'd love for you to pay to boost the same content that they are suppressing. Talk about an easy income strategy for them. My goodness. But as a serious business owner who is attempting to use social to expand your reach and generate publicity, this algorithm poses a real marketing problem. If a non-human entity, such as an algorithm, can assign you social stardom or perpetual peasantry on social media, regardless of how great your content is, how are we supposed to get around that obstacle? In essence, this artificial intelligence-controlled algorithm will learn who you are based on who you follow and on what it feels your own posts are implying, among other factors, and then decide whether or not to hold a grudge against you and whether or not to hold a grudge against those who also engage with your content. It is absolutely crazy, isn't it? Like, what? Now, for a second, we have to put on our business owner hats and think about the legal ramifications of this, not really for us directly, but against Facebook and Instagram, because if Facebook and Instagram get in big trouble, it's going to affect how we can use those platforms. Now, I'm not saying they're going to. Uh, have there been lawsuits filed? Yes, many for this reason. The significant lawsuits that have and will continue to result from Facebook's actions are far-reaching. Just think about it. If the entire country can be shut down in a day, <laughs> thanks for nothing, COVID, how much faster can entire social media platforms, publishers, whatever, just disappear? I'm not saying they will. I'm not. I'm only pointing out the realistic possibility. If Facebook doesn't dig itself out of this hole, they will likely be hit with such massive regulation that they'll have to drastically change the way they work. There are some easier solutions to this, but are they open to it? I don't know. Shutting down really seems dramatic, but is it out of the question? I don't know. 2020 was nuts. I don't know that anything is out of the question. This is why people on both ends of the U.S. political spectrum have been calling for a reform of Section 230, and that call will only get louder until something is done about it. Again, if Facebook and other such companies want to be publishers, they have a right to do that. They own the business, they can hide certain people, they can promote certain posts, but that also means they have to follow the rules that other publishers follow, which means taking full responsibility for everything that is published slash posted. But currently, Facebook and Instagram and such, YouTube, LinkedIn, whatever, they want to be treated as a platform, which means they take no responsibility for anything, but then they want to act as a publisher where they're controlling pretty much everything, which is like playing baseball and insisting that only the football rules apply to you. What? <laughs> I should count how many times I say what, and this is crazy because this episode is just going to be full of that. Okay, so that's the information. Now, how do we navigate this? I've been saying for years, and I will say again, social media is not the end-all be-all of your marketing. So if you're absolutely terrified by what I just told you, please don't be. The fact that social media isn't all that has never been more visible than right now. Don't put your faith and effort into a platform or publisher that can change with the direction of the wind. Now, should you delete your Facebook page and your Instagram profile? I am not suggesting that. Not at all. 
but I also don't condone looking at social media as though it is your only or your best source of leads, because the truth is that it is not. It is not your best source of leads. Social media is one piece of a much larger pie. It's the beginning point of your sales funnel, but not the only beginning point. You can spread your marketing efforts strategically by using Facebook or Instagram, in addition to Pinterest, in addition to blogging on your own website, in addition to networking, the real-life marketing that you really shouldn't forget about. Consider hopping on the bandwagon of a new upcoming social media platform. I do have some suggestions, by the way, regarding the new social platforms out there. You need to understand that this algorithm is not just being used by Facebook and Instagram. Google, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube are also not immune. But by strategically rearranging your efforts, you can keep using these platforms or publishers. You can keep doing what you're doing, but you have to understand that the results you're looking for might not look the way you want them to. Will the social media rules keep changing? Always. Will they always be in your favor as a business owner? Well, not really. (laughs) But we didn't start businesses because we thought it was going to be easy. You and I started our businesses because we have a passion and a higher calling. We have gifts and talents that our clients need, and we can reach them with or without these social giants on our side. So I know I said a minute ago that I have some solutions for you as far as other social media platforms, and I'll be talking about them a little bit more in my next episode, but I do want to give you a sneak peek. One of them is called Parlor. Actually, there are two called Parlor, but they're spelled differently. So one is Parlor, P-A-R-L-O-R. If you type in parlor.com, you'll be taken to a new kind of social app that is all about voice. It is voice-based, so it's kind of cool, especially for me as a podcaster. I have not used it yet, but I wouldn't rule it out. The other one is also called Parlor, but it's P-A-R-L-E-R, and that is a platform that is all about you saying whatever you want. They don't interpret Section 230 the way Facebook does. So the otherwise objectionable content, they're not going to go through and nitpick what you post, and they're not going to downgrade you just because somebody there disagrees with you or or whatever. So that's also a cool thing, and I hope that Facebook sees that and takes note because that particular platform, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, that one's growing really, really quickly, and that's because they're giving the people what they want. So I do hope that Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and LinkedIn and all the places see that, and I hope it really makes them think. Okay, that aside, I do have some other things for you in the show notes of this episode. It's all about the pros and cons and the advantages and the disadvantages of the machine learning algorithm that Facebook is using. So if you're kind of nerdy like me and you want to know more, go to thekateshowpodcast.com and go to episode 141 and you'll see these links under the resources in the show notes. Guys, this is one of those episodes I didn't think I'd ever have to record. Really? Good grief. What is this world coming to? I don't know. But it's not over till it's over, and things can change really quickly, whether it's downhill or uphill or somewhere in between. And I think at this point, we all just are content with that somewhere in between. So I hope that this gives you a perspective on social media. I hope that you are not attempting to use it as your only source of marketing because it was never intended for that purpose anyway. And let me just tell you super quick, 
these changes have the very likely potential of wiping out Instagram influencers and other such influencers, especially if those influencers are not abiding by or even aware of what new rules they need to follow next. So that is why you might see a lot of influencers coming up with other streams of revenue, like they have their own online shop or they sell merch or things like that, because they know they cannot depend on social media to feed them and their families forever. So just something to keep in mind, a little reality check for you as you head into your week. If you guys have questions about this, if you want to chat about it, hit me up, go to the kateshowpodcast.com. We can always get connected that way. And you can also join my free Facebook group. Just type in Marketing for Home Pros on Facebook and we will chat there too. All right, guys, keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and I will see you here again next week. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.